Crazy Ways Are Evident by B.J. Durali Starscream. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Category is female-male. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship, Dean Winchester Reader, Dean Winchester U. Character, Dean Winchester. Additional tags, rough sex, face-sitting, squirting, unsafe sex. Summary, just a nice little fantasy. You, Dean, a hothouse, and a stereo. Notes, an exercise in pure self-indulgence. But hey, isn't that what fanfics are for? All recognizable intellectual properties are owned by their respective creators and holders of any copyrights or trademarks. This is a not-for-profit work of fan art and protected by fair use. I thought it never got hot here. Dean bitches. Climate change. You shrug. He's right, though. Holy shizits, it's hot. Inching up towards triple digits and not a dry heat either. At these latitudes, air conditioning isn't a necessity for all but a few weeks out of the year. So most homes don't have HVAC. People in apartments and small houses get by with window units. The old Victorian barn your parents inherited from great aunt Gwendolyn? Not even. Cool baths, ceiling fans, and breezeways can only do so much. You're at the mercy of Mother Nature. Something cold presses into your hand. Throwing Dean a smile, you crack the can of Mountain Dew. Jesus, that's good. So cold ice crystals have just started forming on the inside of the can. You have rules about this kind of work, handed down from your mother and her father before her. There must be a cooler full of pop. There must be a portable stereo tuned to oldies or classic rock. Dinner must either be cheap pizza or hot dogs. There must be beer in the fridge for sipping after everyone's knocked off for the day. So it is written, so it must be. Dean takes the opportunity to rub a handful of ice over his sweaty face. Might have cooled him off, but now you're feeling the heat. You forget sometimes about your dad's fibbing skills. Clear out the attic, he said. Stay over the summer and just pay utilities, he said. Maybe strip the old wallpaper out of the downstairs bedrooms and get rid of that carpet in the living room, he said. What a schmuck you are. You haven't worked this hard since you were an undergrad. When the Winchester brothers arrived to help pack up and store some of Great Aunt Gwendolyn's, the name is practically a title. It should come with its own trumpet flourish. Magic junk. You'd fallen all over yourself offering them a place to crash for a few weeks. Good company. Easy on the eyes, handy with tools, free help with the book you're researching, Haunts and Spirits, a history of occultism in colonial North America, co-authored by Dr. Yu, Ph.D., lore master, occasional hunter, euchre player, and maker of passable Texas chili. All good. Then Sam decamped, saying he wanted to spend some time with a friend, named Eileen whose name Sam couldn't say without a goofy little smile. They're up north, taking the opportunity to do some camping after dealing with the poltergeist. You hope they're having a good time. Pictured rocks is beautiful this time of year. Leaving you and Dean alone.
in a big empty house, with no air conditioning, in the middle of the hottest July on record. It's totally because of the heat that you're wearing overalls with the legs cut off mid-thigh, and a sports top with no shirt. Of course, your hair's pinned into a just-fucked bedhead twist. Otherwise, it'd lay down your back in a sweaty mat. Your legs? Okay, you don't have an innocent reason for your freshly waxed legs. Beach trip sometime before the boys head back to Kansas? Yeah, that'll work. Dean's down to a t-shirt and jeans. The shirt sweated translucent, and the jeans snug around the long muscles of his legs. You'd damn near dropped a paint can on your foot, watching him wipe his face dry with his shirt, revealing a heart-stopping patch of bare chest and belly in the process. That same night, he turned his nose up at pizza, disappeared with his Chevy for an hour, puttered in the kitchen for another hour, and presented you with the best goddamned hamburger in the world. Payback for the chocolate silk pie, he'd said, with that grin that makes your heart dance. He's definitely capital I interested. Sparks are flying, but apart from some lingering looks, a light caress of your leg as he spots you on the ladder, an exchange of shoulder rubs, an evening sitting on the couch with his head in your lap and your fingers in his hair. Dean's been a perfect gentleman, the bastard. So it's your move. Hmm. What to do? What to do? You are not letting him leave without trying him on for size. And that's final. Dance break. You blurt, taking the roll of blue tape out of Dean's hand and pulling him under the ceiling fan. Dean frowns. I don't dance. Tough shit. Dance break. You lean into him, kicking one leg high on the yeah in kickstart my heart. Dean balances you easily. His body picks up the beat, and a bright smile breaks across his face. Mighty long time between dances, you think. It works. As the afternoon shades into evening, the personal space between you disappears. Every little while, you or Dean will say, dance break, and pull the other close. You both smell like sweat and paint and hot fabric, an earthy smell that settles into your brainstem. The radio gods are on your side today. Lots of suggestive stuff in the air. The DJ who played Pour Some Sugar on Me and her strut back-to-backs, getting a thank-you card next week. Finally, you stand and inspect the day's labor. A fresh coat of summer sky blue drying on the walls. Baseboards and window frames stripped of paint and stain to bring out the beautiful red maple. Miles better than the old butterfly wallpaper and white high gloss slopped on the woodwork. The sun went down a while ago, bringing a beautifully clear, starry night. A fresh breeze puffs through the open windows, a sip of relief from the day's relentless heat. Dean inspects the work and nods. An arm drapes around your back, hand pressing to your bare waist. Looks great. The radio plays five precise notes on a guitar, and a melody begins. You know this one well, and you know Dean does too. Music for some low-down, dirty dancing. This time there's no shyness, no standing on dignity. His chest and belly mash against yours as his arm pulls you close. So hot. So fucking hot. Dean bends his knees a little, matching your height. 
moss-green eyes half-closed. Your bodies sway together. This is a dance, he knows, and you know enough to take his lead. That leaves you free to just feel. Your skin is pulsing with your heartbeat, hot, sensitive. The steady pressure of Dean's hand on the small of your back makes you melt inside. His other hand slides down your hip and settles on your ass, kneading into the muscle beneath. Lower, down your leg, lifting your knee, opening a space between your legs. Dean's hips fit neatly into that space, and, oh my, the man's packing much more than a hammer in his pants. You need more naked. Dean's damp t-shirt bunches in your grip as you untuck and pull it up over his head. Bare to the waist, he's sex personified far as you're concerned. All ropey muscles bunching and jumping as he moves you both to the music. Those patrician lips just parted. You want those lips on you. All over you. Dean dips you, the move putting his denim-covered erection right where you're burning. Your head drops back. The two sticks holding up your hair slip out and clitter to the floor. The look in his eyes as he pulls you upright and your hair unwinds is dark, predatory, hungry. You know right then you're not going to have it in you to deny him anything tonight. Playing with fire is one of your vices, and there's always a chance you'll go up in flames. If that's how you go out, write, worth it, on your gravestone. You fit yourselves together. Dean's knee in between your legs. Hot skin, sprinkled with hair and sticky with half-dried sweat, slides under your hands as you pet his chest. Overalls were a good choice for seduction wear. You decide as Dean cups and fondles a tit through the thick support fabric of your top. It's like a shortcut to naked. Robert Plant's wail makes every hair on your body stand up. Dean's too. Goose flesh ripples under your fingers. His arms lock tight around your back. Up. You hop and clamp your legs around Dean's waist. There's no more space anywhere. He fills the world. Gentle fingers warm into your hair and finish taking the twist apart. He's hard. So very hard. You need to get fucked by that body so very bad. God damn it. Dean hisses. Are you on the pill? Huh? I don't have any condoms. The words make sense, but at the same time, they so very fucking don't. You writhe, grinding over Dean's crotch. He snaps. Are you on the fucking pill? Depot shot. You manage. Couple weeks ago. The song's final delicate notes shiver in the air. What comes on next? You don't know, and you don't care. Dean's finally, finally using that sinful mouth on you. Tongue rubbing against yours, lips on your face, teeth scraping on your neck. Under your mouth, his skin is salty and clean and hot. Fuck me. You whine into his ear, soft and pleading. Please, fuck me. Easily as though your weight meant nothing, Dean turns and walks down the hall, both stronger and smarter than he lets on. He ignores the stairs and goes for the downstairs guest room and the nearest bed, tossing you on the mattress with a zing of bed springs. He works on your boots as you work on your overalls.
Teamwork makes the dream work. Dean pulls off your overalls and panties. You whip off your top. Dean's eyes go buggy as your tits tumble free. In all modesty, most men do that when you turn them loose. Get those pants off and fuck me. You plead. Can't, Dean says, climbing onto the bed with you. Gotta eat your pussy first. Oh no, we are done with foreplay. Every nerve in your groin aches, and Dean's packing the cure inside those thrift store wranglers. You open your mouth to make these points. Instead, you damn near swallow your own tongue. Dean's got a very direct idea of foreplay. It involves tongue kisses straight up into your pussy, lips kneading your clit, the edges of teeth right where you're softest. Tastes so fucking good. Dean moans into your cunt. Been dreaming about this for days. You can't breathe. There's no air, but there must be because you scream when Dean's fingers get involved. Your cunt clenches around him, and he adds another finger, forcing you open so fucking deliciously. Please, you beg. The little shit. You don't know how, but he could tell you were about to lose it and slow down. Want you? Please. Want my cock? Yes, you moan. That leer, that filthy, filthy leer. Be a good girl and stay just like that. Dean stands and goes to work on his boots, not taking his eyes off you. Something in your chest unfurls. He's just as much a slave to his libido as you are to yours right now. So you make it worse. One hand stroking your pussy and the other pinching a nipple. Dean's eyes go wide and his fingers damn near get knotted in bootlaces. Mother of God. He breathes as you stick out your tongue and angle your tit. Get it just right and there. Dean has to catch his balance on the edge of the bed as your lips close around your own nipple. I'm gonna shoot in my pants if you don't knock it off. Then quit screwing around and fuck me already, you say. Yes, ma'am. He mumbles tearing his eyes off you and working the tangle of boots and jeans off his legs. You flop back flat on your back, arms flung wide, taking deep breaths, holding yourself still. You're close, so very hot and close, and you don't want to come unless it's with Dean inside you. Dean finally gets himself naked, and now your eyes are going buggy. It's not fair to the other men of the world, is your first thought that a man that fucking beautiful should have a dick to match. So thick. Massive. The thought of a fuck from that makes you clench. Equal parts anticipation and terror. You make room as Dean climbs onto the bed, crawling up between your legs. You jump halfway to heaven when he rubs a hand up through your pussy, getting a palmful of your wet. Dean laughs as he kisses you. Through the blood pounding in your ears, you can hear the obscene, sluicing noise of him slicking his cock up with your juices. You look down as he takes another handful and, oh my God, the sight of Dean jerking his dick is fucking sublime. Hardcore pornography by way of Renaissance sculpture. Dean grunts, squeezing himself at the base. You see what you're doing to me? Me? You demand. I've been changing my underwear twice a day for a week. I don't take those cold showers just to rinse off. Honey, Dean says, fist still clenched around an erection 
that looks so hard it hurts. You are not helping. Then for God's sake, get down here and hold your pussy open. Perfect, just like that. He praises, propping himself over top you on one arm and guiding his cock through your pussy lips with the other. Hot, stone hard, wet with precum. Dean finds where your body opens and presses himself in, crown, ridge, and shaft. Slow, a millimeter at a time. Your mouth drops open, wide, full. He stretches you to fit, close as a glove. Fuck, so tight. Dean pants. Fit me so fucking good. Please, baby. You breathe against Dean's neck. More. Dean tips your head up. Look at me. Right here. He points to his eyes. He withdraws. A slow slide away. His eyes almost crossing. Then he thrusts back, giving you all that cock. Thick. Heavy. You're going to feel him for days. You somehow find it in you to wrap your legs around his waist. Whatever he's looking for, he finds it. Dean starts a slow, rolling motion that rubs the fat head of his cock right there. The sensation makes you whine for more, makes you cling, your fingernails digging skin from Dean's back. It's glorious. Almost too much and not nearly enough. It feels so good. If heaven isn't like this, you don't want to go. Shit. Dean pants, something breaking his smooth pace. Oh, fuck me. He moans. One hand goes between your legs. Blunt fingertips find your clit and you screech. The stimulation makes your cunt clamp down on Dean. He fucks up against the squeeze, grunting and moaning in harmony with you. Fuck. Fuck. The pitch of his voice spikes upward. Fuck. And he's gone. Pulled out. Withdrawn. Gone. Every nerve in your body shudders and weeps. Something warm splats on your stomach as Dean jerks himself to finish. You grind your palms against your closed eyelids and yell your frustration to the ceiling. Jesus, honey. Dean manages to huff out as he catches his breath. I'm sorry, I... You start to cry. It's just not fucking fair. Dean finds a box of Kleenex on the nightstand and wipes his mess off you. So consider it. You could kill him. Really, you could. Four good hard thrusts from the orgasm of a lifetime. Instead, you're stuck with the girly version of blue balls. Nothing to do but catch your breath. Stagger your aching cunt upstairs to your room and hope you can get yourself off hard enough to sleep. The reasonable adult to you pops out of her cave long enough to tell you you're being childish. Dean can't help it if he's not perfectly in tune with you on the first screw. You pull yourself together enough to roll away. Strong hands and arms pull you back, turn you onto your front side. Oh, no, you don't. Dean pants, making every word distinct. Dean, don't worry about it, I... Up on your knees. Now. Shivering, you do as you're told. Big hands, rough from the day's work and wet with sex, pose you just so. Back arched, 
and thighs spread wide. Your pussy throbs and burns, open to the air. Something. What the hell? You look down and see Dean's head coming to rest between your legs. He kisses the little pad of fat at the top of your crotch. Been dreaming about this, too. He says, you riding my face with. He kisses, gently, coaxingly, this. Kisses right where you ache. Perfect. Gives your clit the softest kitten lick. Pussy. Where he promptly buries himself. Flat on your back, his mouth was good. In this position, you don't know why. It feels amazing. The embers of your ruined orgasm smolder back to life. Your hips grind and shimmy down onto Dean's face. A teasing finger presses to your perineum and travels back. The thrill of something different rattles up your backbone as it presses against your other hole, rubbing gently over and around. More fingers sink into your cunt and rub against that spot that makes you hungry. It's too much, too much. Trying to get away makes it worse. Dean won't let you escape, and trying makes him cling to you tighter and work you harder, and... Oh shit. Something's happening. Hasn't happened for years. Dean! You cry, explosions ripping through your guts. Dean, stop. I'm gonna... Too late. Some overload valve in your body trips, and hot fluid jets all over Dean's face. His arms clamp over your thighs, and his mouth seals over your clit, little grunts of surprise rattling straight into your nerves. It doesn't stop. You just keep coming and coming, every cell in your body shuddering itself to pieces. You cling to the bed's headboard, your nervous system shot to shit. Vaguely, you feel Dean work his way out from between your legs, probably to go find a washcloth. You damn near drowned him, for fuck's sake. Explain that one to Sam. Wow. You hear Dean panting behind you. He presses up against your back and turns your head for a kiss. He stinks like, well, you. Tastes that way, too. Dean shifts and... No way. That cannot be his stone-hard cock slipping between your soaked pussy lips. Still want my cock? Huh? That doesn't figure... No man goes from blowing a load to fully erect in however long you were riding his face. Not done with you yet. He says against your lips. But if you're tapping out, fuck you. I, Dean proclaims, deep and raspy, have not yet begun to fuck. Now would be a great time to start. You snark back. With that, Dean's cock shoves into you. Oh shit. Everything's swollen and sensitive, and he feels even heavier and fits even closer. Oh my fuck, you whine. Your hands go right back on the headboard and hold fast. With a hand rubbing your clit and another squeezing your tit, Dean's fucking you like it's the last thing he'll ever do in this life. The hunter grapevines buzzed for years with gossip about Dean's skills in bed. Sweet Jesus, the rumors don't even come close. He's panting filth in your ear. How good you feel. How hot it looks watching your body wrap around his cock. How much he loved it when you lost it and came all over him. 
He's fucking you so hard you can almost feel your body splitting apart to get him closer. More. Please. You cry. It's happening again. Oh my god. You come so hard, you literally see stars. More hot fluid squirts out of you to flood down your thighs. Splatter on the duvet. Dean's hands clamp on your waist, yanking you back to meet his thrusts, punching his cock up into you. It's not ending. It keeps popping your nerves. You can feel Dean throughout your body. Shit, you can feel him to your fucking fingertips, up your spine, to the ends of your fucking hair. How is that even possible? He snaps his hips hard enough to jolt your knees up off the bed and goes still, moans spilling from his lips as his cum spills inside you. Dean's cock softens and slips away. Liquid trickles out of you. Juices, cum, blood, who knows? You slump into a sort of bony puddle, winded, sweat-drenched, smelling of sex. Your sense of discretion's totally gone. The first inane thing that pops from your mouth is, I thought, getting your brains fucked out always. Figure speech. A weak, breathless laugh from Dean. Zeppelin fan. A screamer. And a squirter. You're a gift from God, baby. Carefully, as feeling returns to your limbs, you turn and sit, back to the headboard. Dean's sprawled across the foot of the bed, panting, flushed, shiny with sweat and cum. As your eyes meet, Dean smiles almost shyly and sighs out a laugh. He looks so gorgeous lying there. Part of you wants a round three. The rest of you groans and throbs. Nineteen and horny was a while ago, and sex is off the table for now. You shift around the soreness and grimace at the feel of wet fabric. I think, you say, groaning yourself off the bed to stand on wobbly fawn legs. I need a shower, four Advil, and about six hours of sleep. Moving carefully, you shuffle to the door. A look over your shoulder, and Dean's roll to his back, an arm over his eyes. Off your ass and on your feet, hot stuff. I need you to wash my hard-to-reach places. Dean takes his arm off his eyes and looks at you upside down. You're not big enough to have hard-to-reach places. Well, come on so I can wash yours. I'm not going to bed all sticky, and neither are you. Dean runs a fingertip across his chest and brings it to his mouth. Hmm, I like being sticky. We'll get sticky again tomorrow. Promise. You grab his wrist, and Dean lets you tug him to the upstairs bathroom. After a wonderful, cool shower, you and Dean gently washing each other's hard-to-reach places, you lay with your head pillowed on Dean's chest. His fingers toy with a strand of your drying hair. Your fingers toy with the hair on his chest, enjoying the scent of your soap on his skin. Every bit of you aches, but it's a good ache. The ache that comes of hard work well done. Neither one of you thought to turn off the radio. A sudden loud jangle of guitars, and you startle, looking up into Dean's eyes. It's so beautifully appropriate. You both dissolve into giggles and pick up the lyrics, singing together in soft harmony. Dancing days are here again. Summer evenings grow. End Notes
Songlist, Motley Crue, Kickstart My Heart, Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me, Bob Seeger, Her Strut, Led Zeppelin, Since I've Been Loving You, Led Zeppelin, Dancing Days. I was looking at my dashboard the other day, and I noticed I didn't post anything at all for the whole of 2020, despite making significant progress on my big-ass crossover fic. That just won't do. And I gotta admit, the thought of Dean in home improvement mode, all hot and sweaty, makes me feel some kind of way.